What's up, little homies? Welcome back to another episode of Fun Fact Nobody Asked For. Uh, sorry I've been MIA. <laughs> Literally, I don't know, dude. Like, life has just been happening, and I have become completely addicted to Among Us. So, I will literally leave my Discord or my Snapchat or maybe even both in the description. So, if you ever want to play Among Us or even if you just want to join my little fun fact nobody asked for Discord, you can. And we can play Among Us and have a good time. Literally, all I've been doing is like working and playing Among Us with my friends. So majority of the reason why I haven't been like doing my podcast is because I play Among Us too much like literally I the other day I was like oh I'm gonna just play a few rounds before bed just like one or two games I'll be fine and then I literally just before I knew it it was like eight in the morning so that was not how long I intended on actually playing the game but that's a thing that I did so yeah I'm a little little addicted not going to lie but anyway i've been super excited to record this episode because i actually discovered this case like a few weeks ago and i was like so excited to record it because it's called the mashed potato killers and like i have no idea how i found out about this case like i think something was like recommended to me on youtube and i was like mashed potato killer the the fuck is that and why have i never heard of that like it's fucking mashed potato killer mashed potato is like my favorite food ever since i became vegetarian one of them anyways and Also, like, that's a super unique name for a killer. Like, why is no one talking about this case? Because literally I only found, like, two YouTube videos on it. And then the rest of my research I had to, like, do on the internet. But literally, some of the research that I did, like, people were saying, like, two completely different things about certain things. So I'm just gonna tell y'all this story and once again, as I have said in probably all of my previous videos, like I don't remember all the names and where exactly everything takes place because I've had too many seizures and my memory just really sucks when it comes to like names and you know, little tiny details like where it take, like took place and just things like that. So. I'll tell you all the juicy tea, though. I will do that, at least. All the important details. So, this actually takes place in Australia. Now, I do remember the little lady's name. Now, the little lady, her name is Sarah, like Sarah Tennant. Now, she was married, and she met her husband when she was 15 years old well actually i think this is when they started dating they started dating when they were 15 she was 15 years old he was not 15 years old he was actually 24. now yes that is super legal and he is a lot older than her 
Now, this girl, I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure she just really, she had some daddy issues, okay? She really did, because from all the research I saw, now, whether this is actually true or not, I'm kind of getting the feeling from the research that I did, and you guys can do the research too and tell me what you think if you decide to join my Discord or add me on Snapchat. But basically, the her father was a pedophile, and they obviously they can't talk about this and like they can't like go public with this information because everything you tell like a person tells a therapist like the therapist can't tell people shit about what the her patient is telling them like i'm sure they can somewhat tell the police like hey um, I think they have some things going on in their brain, but I think, I don't know how that works. Like, I've never been, I've, I've never been arrested, so I don't know how exactly that works. But to the public, the therapist can't tell people shit about what this girl talks about. But, from my research, there is a possibility I'm not saying this is 100% true. I'm just saying there's a possibility that her father molested her and, like, sexually abused her as a child. Now, it... From the research, it was also stated that her little husband, who, by the way, they had, like, three kids together, okay? They had three kids. Well, he apparently had quite the temper and was very abusive towards little little Sarah and she just suffered a lot of abuse from him so that's great at least that's what she claims we don't know we really don't well they started in one like they started living in one place in Australia but then they ended up moving to another location because Uh, the husband, whose name I don't remember, who actually ends up being the victim, will get to, like, the story, why she wants to kill him, and, like, a little TikTok, okay? But as of right now, they moved because little husband boy decided he was gonna get into a little bit of trouble, and he got into some trouble with this motorcycle gang, so they ended up leaving. They actually moved around quite a bit to, like, you know, just kind of hide from this motorcycle gang he was in trouble with. So, that's fun. Well, they end up at some place. Now, this is where things get a little weird for me because some places, or some research I did said that they were living with their mom, or not with their mom. Well, I guess technically, technically it is their mom because it was the husband's mother that they were living with but then I also saw in a video I watched on YouTube someone was saying that they were living in this like house that they like built and extended on but then they were saying like yes the mom like the husband's mom did live there but so did like some other people like they had quite a few roommates and then like the roommates also had kids and then of course like 
their three kids were all living in this house. So I don't know who was living together, but I know the mom was living there. Like the husband's mom was living there and then the couple and their kids were living there. So she, that's fun. That That's fun. Okay, so let's move on to the other person in this story that I need to give some background info on. Now, I also forgot his name, so we're just going to call him Mr. Cheater Pants, okay? So, (laughs) and we're calling him Mr. Cheater Pants because, um, basically Mr. Cheater Pants was a, he, he was kind of a family friend of the husband's because he actually... Now, he was quite a bit older than Sarah, not gonna lie, because he was old enough to have a son who actually played sports with her husband. So, he's a good bit older than Sarah, okay? Well, because they were like family friends, that's how Sarah ended up meeting them. And again, from research, I saw that apparently he lived with the couple at one point, But again, not entirely sure, like, if that's accurate or not, so don't quote me on that. But, yeah, they they were close, and Sarah, because I'm pretty sure he was actually friends with the husband. But anyway, Sarah and Mr. Cheater Pants, they decide to start an affair. And it's going good, you know? She's sending those nudes. They end up, like, hooking up, and then they start, like, hooking up multiple times a day like every day and just having a good time having a nice little affair well Mr. Cheer Pants he gets kinda he catches the feelings he really does and he gets really attached to her three kids and he starts really feeling for her and then little Sarah finds out she's pregnant and she's pretty sure that it is Mr. Cheater Pants' kid and not her husband's kid. So, Mr. Cheater Pants, when he finds out Sarah's pregnant, he's like, girl, you need to leave your husband, okay? Okay. Well, she's like, yeah, sure. I will leave my husband for you and we will live happily ever after. You can adopt the kids. It'll be great. Just give me time to leave my husband. Well, at some point um what's her face Sarah yeah Sarah's her face she gets into a fight with her husband and it's pretty physical it gets pretty physical it does and she is like telling Mr. Cheater Pants like hey call the police because he's beating on me it's bad so Mr. Cheater Pants he calls the police he's like listen you gotta go to their house you gotta you got to go see what's going on, man, because literally, he's beating her up. You got to go check it out. So police arrive, and Sarah decides to just drop the entire thing. And this really just pissed the poor guy off. He's like, listen, lady, you called me. You told me to call the police because this man's beating on you. And then you just tell the police to go away that like nothing's going on. It's not that big of a deal. (laughs) Okay, sis, I see how it is. Whatever. That made me mad. 
and you're probably pregnant with my kid. You need to leave your mans. And she's like, I can't just leave my mans. What? Like, he's abusive and toxic, and it's really hard to leave that kind of a relationship, you know? So, they come up with a plan. They do. And I'm not entirely sure who exactly this plan idea was, but um, they found the phone with text message proof that they did come up with a plan. And the plan was that they carried out Mr. Cheater Pants gave um gave Sarah some sleeping pills and a little fact that I forgot to mention earlier was that Mr. Cheater Pants had been married previously but she died of cancer I believe and so I it was said that the sleeping pills were either his Or, like, his late wife's sleeping pills. So, whatever. He got the sleeping pills. Oh, before I get into this. Also, it was stated, and I don't know how accurate this is. Because, literally, a lot of... Again, a lot of the research was confusing. Because different sources were saying different things about certain parts of the story and so sometimes it's like I don't know what to believe you know so anyway um apparently Sarah and Mr. Cheater Pants bonded over like him just being sad and lonely and old you know and she really helped him get over his dead wife and so anyway they he gave her the sleeping pills and was like hey you know, why don't you put the sleeping pills in his, like, not his mashed potatoes, because he didn't know they were having mashed potatoes, but he was like, hey, put the sleeping pills, like, crush them up, put them in his meal, and then I will come over, and I'll kill him, and then I will also hide the body, so they're like, great, awesome, sounds like a great plan, which, listen, 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 it's still very rude to kill people. So I don't understand. If you really aren't happy and you want to leave a relationship, people, just leave the relationship, okay? You don't have to be stuck in a relationship you're not happy with. Just leave. If you're married, just get a divorce. File for it. Save up your money because I hear they're very expensive. And get divorced. You don't have to kill anyone. Killing people is very rude. And you really should not do it, okay? rant over. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Okay, back to the story. So, they decide, they finally pick a day. You know, Mr. Husband Guy, his mom is going out of town on a little vacation, and so she goes out of town, and while she goes out of town, that's when they decide, you know what, She's gone out of town. It's the perfect time to go through with their plan. So, <sighs> while the mom is out of town, sorry, I thought I had a burp, but I, it's not coming out, so I guess I don't have to burp, whatever. So, she goes out of town, 
and Sarah gets the sleeping pills from Mr. Teeter Pants and she crushes them up she and she puts them in her husband's mashed potatoes and now she apparently this medicine that she gave him took freaking forever to um like actually get him to pass out because apparently she was texting Mr. Cheater pants through the night like oh this just needs to hurry up and kick in already apparently he was acting really weird like you could tell he was out of it because I think there were other people in the house I don't know though because how I don't know that that entire thing like that whole entire like part where I heard like there were other people in the house like that just really confuses me because if there were people in the house I mean sure I guess he's like knocked out on sleeping pills so he's really out and also but it's just like how can you get away with like murder with other people in the house like I just feel like that's that's sus that is so sus how did no one whatever okay whatever so anyway he's like drowsy he finally passes out and then sarah's like all right he is out come over so he comes over he kills the husband mr cheater pants kills the husband how is completely unknown literally no one knows how he killed him he just killed him okay And then after he killed him, and like to kind of hide it up and stuff, um, Sarah actually turned off all the like cameras they had in the house and like turned off like a motion sensor light that they had. And she, she was pretty careful about it, I guess. Well, then after Mr. Cheater Pants kills the husband, Sarah, like, they wrap him up in, like, the bed, like, his bedding and stuff, and then Sarah helps Mr. Cheater Pants carry him the body and put it in the back of Mr. Cheater Pants' car, and he drives off and he hides the body, where no one has absolutely a clue, because he, for some reason, like, because he was really trying to, like, claimed he was innocent had nothing to do with it so he like refused to tell where the body was refused to tell like how he killed the husband and like I guess Sarah just doesn't know like he just didn't tell her they they were just like okay you give him the sleeping pills and that's all you have to do like that and help me get the body in the vehicle like that's all you have to do so she doesn't even know like how he killed her husband and where he hid her body i mean his body yeah so that's crazy so he hides the body and then Sarah and Mr. Cheater Pants, they decided they were going to, like, report her husband as missing, but they were going to, like, play it off like, oh, I bet it's the biker gang that he was having trouble with, like, he was having problems with, I bet someone kidnapped him, and who knows what they did with him, 
Like, there's no body to find. Who knows what happened? But this is another part that's kind of unclear from the research. Because some sources say that um, Sarah was the one who, like, reported her husband missing. But then other sources say that it was actually his mom who reported him missing. And then, or, like, not even his mom. Just, like, some of his family members But, like, I have no idea whether it was the family or if it was Sarah. But at some point, the police kind of realized that Sarah's story about the biker gang wasn't really matching up. So they end up getting a search warrant for Sarah's house. And they find blood on, like, in the, on the driveway. And so then they're, then they're like, suspicious. They are super suspicious about them because, really, they found blood? Okay. So they search through the phone, the phones. They get, like, messages, or they see the messages of them planning it out. And then they also get a search warrant to search... Mr. Cheater Pan's vehicle, and that's when they find blood in his car, so, you know, they do DNA to, like, try and see, okay, whose blood is this, and it ended up being a match for the husbands, and that's how they got caught, well, oh, that, and they also found the blanket that they had wrapped him up in, in a blanket, or, yeah, what (laughs) okay let me repeat that because that made no fucking sense they found the blanket that they had wrapped the body up in in like a lake i think maybe not a lake maybe it was just like a river or a creek or something but they found it in like some sort of water and like found dog hair on it and was able to like confirmed that the dog hair was Sarah and the husband's dog and just confirmed that yes that was his blanket and so they end up getting arrested and I can't think of the sentencing quite off the top of my head but I know it was like just a little slap on the wrist like They gave Sarah the opportunity to try and get information out of Mr. Cheater Pants, see, like, how he killed him and where he could find the body to kind of help lower her sentence, but she couldn't get it out of him. Like, he refused to tell anyone. And then on top of that, she also, like, I guess spoke to a therapist, and they were just like, listen... She has gone through years of all kinds of abuse, so she's got, like, she's got some major PTSD, bruh, and so they kind of let her off pretty easy because of that, and the other guy, they also let off 
fairly easy. Like, he got more jail time than Sarah did, but even then, like, I still feel like he got off really easy, too, because they were like, okay, this guy has literally never committed any crimes. Everyone says he's, like, this great family man, just super nice and caring and, like, this great, amazing guy, so let's not give him, like, life or anything crazy like that. And, like, here's the tea. Whether or not, like, he was a good person. Because they also were just like, oh, he was just super in love with this woman. And she probably had a big influence on getting him to do it. Like, whether that's true or not, the fact is they both planned murder and went through with it. They committed a crime, so, like, literally, so she could get out of her marriage and be with this guy. So, they deserve to be, like, punished properly, I think, whether it be life or even the death penalty. Probably not the death penalty, because I feel like the death penalty, honestly, should be, like, for a really bad murder. Like, if you, like, tortured someone and then kill them death penalty or if like you were you decided to do like a mass shooting death penalty if you're a serial killer and you kill like multiple people in like terrible awful ways death penalty hell yeah but anyway yeah they they got pretty easy sentences and that's the tea I don't really know what else to say about this case anymore. So, I hope you enjoyed hearing about the potato killer because I... Literally, okay, I was actually going to do research on Scientology because I've been having, like, people request that I do, like, an episode talking about Scientology. And then, while I was doing research on Scientology, which I still don't know anything about because as soon as I started the video I saw the recommendation for the potato killer and obviously I had to click right out of that video and watch the one about the potato killer because how could you not honestly like what a what an interesting thing (laughs) and literally okay nothing even like really stuck out about this case to be like oh my gosh I have to talk about this case except for the name like the only reason I'm even talking about this case is because of the name the mashed potato killer like I think that's hilarious but anyway that's that's my TED talk thank you for listening (laughs) um anyway uh yeah if there's any like case you guys want to hear about let me know like there's actually in my discord i have a section dedicated for like ideas and stuff so anytime like there's something that you just really want to hear me talk about you can tell me in the little ideas area and i'll do my research and i'll talk about it probably won't remember all the names or like where it takes place or anything like that but i'll talk about it and yeah, that's that's it. I hope you enjoyed this little episode on the mashed potato killer. And I hope you guys have a great week, life, 
a great time. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thank you.